Hello and welcome. I'm Jillian Raymond, the co-creator of Juicy Bits and a Coalition Snow ambassador. And I'm Jen Gorecki, your co-host and the CEO of Coalition Snow. For those of you who are new, get ready to laugh, cry, and maybe pee your pants a little. Juicy Bits is about taking the conversations that we start on the chairlift and at the trailhead and bringing them to you to explore alternative narratives that challenge the status quo about what it means to be a modern woman in the outdoors. Grab your helmet because sometimes it's a bumpy ride. FYI, friends, this podcast is for mature audiences, so you've been warned. Let's get to work and juice the patriarchy. Insomnia. Never being able to remember anything. Uh, Heavy cramping and heavy bleeding during your period. Lots of crying at all sorts of times, which might have to do with the world, but also crying. Uh, Inner rage, outer rage at things like, uh, you know, stepping on a pine needle. A feeling of internal fire like literally like your insides are on fire and there's nothing you can do to cool your body down. Yeah. Sweating, sweating during the day when you're cold, sweating in the night to the point of waking up in a small pool. Thinking that what is going on with your body must have to do with spirits possessing you. Only explanation. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that's that really, I wish that could explain all the other horrible um, experiences that we are currently in and that we have to look forward to in this next um, stage of our life. Why do we get this, Jen, and, and men just get to buy like a yellow Corvette and fucking move on? I don't know, because the world is unfair, as we know, but also maybe... I feel like maybe going through menopause um, and clearly perimenopause, which is what you and I are currently going through, uh, maybe there is like lessons to be learned about life that will make us more resilient. And that is something that men don't get. I mean, maybe there's some gifts in having to endure these things, but I don't know. Only time will tell. Uh, I'm going to give you like the gold award for fucking bullshit on that one. Look <laughs> that shit. Okay. That was like the hippiest shit that has ever come out of your mouth. You must be in a high like estrogen, progesterone, like happy place right now of no. your Because yes, uh, forgive me because <laughs> nothing against fucking hippies, but- the point of being like, oh, this will be my great teacher of resilience and life. 
I don't know. I'm looking to survive this and I don't want to suffer in silence, but I really have a hard time when I'm like, okay, so now I'm looking at my long list of self-care I already do, like my wine and chocolate intake slash that's maybe has to change slash now I have to watch all the things that are communicating with my brain and my gut health and all this. It just seems like more fucking work to keep myself in any sort of stable place. And I already feel like I'm working really fucking hard all day, every day. So it is. So, I mean, I will tell you, you know, I've been meditating a lot. So I think that that's what you're probably picking up on is like (laughs) my, I am like accepting, I'm accepting a lot of things. I am moving on, but, um, I don't know. I I do think that I do think that it is it like it's going to be really hard to have to mm-hmm. figure this next part of our life out and it's one of those things like I didn't think about menopause until I had my first hot flash which I had in May at the age of 43 when I was on holiday in Mexico and I woke up in the middle of the night sweating thinking that maybe I um, had food poisoning, but then the human being next to me was not ill and we had eaten the exact same thing. So I said, oh, in my mind, I'm like, well, it can't be that. And then the sweating turned into this fire. This, I felt like my insides were on fire and I started yelling, there's spirits, there's spirits inside of me. Like that was the only thing I could think of in two in the morning of what was mm-hmm. going on. And I I turned the fan on and lied underneath and I was just laying underneath the fan and I was suffering. And then when I woke up in the morning, I thought to myself, oh, that was a hot flash dummy. And I, mm-hmm. and I spent the morning just Googling all of this, right? And what, what, what struck me about that experience was I would consider myself to be someone who's in tune with my body and in tune with, with, um, all the things that happen to women's bodies. And yet I was completely unprepared for this. And that really surprised me. Like, how is it that we don't have these, um, public, open conversations around menopause. It was like, it felt like I was having my period again for the first time all over it when you're like, oh, this is happening. But I think the difference is everyone talks to you that your period's going to come. No Mm -hmm. one talks to you that perimenopause is coming, that menopause is is coming. No one, no one talks about it probably because no one wants to talk about women getting older. But man, that was a that was a moment. And now, now that that happened to me and I'm talking more to people, this is happening to so many women want to talk about this. Well, that's why I'm glad we're talking about it. Not that I have um I don't have a lot of answers right now other than I think not feeling alone in this and then yeah. to your point of not being completely caught off guard. So I can remember growing up and I felt like my mother who's no longer on this earth so I can't really talk to her about her experience, but as a child I re- I feel like I remember her going through menopause for like a really, really long time. And there would be things around like claustrophobia. And again, her sweating and kind of having these like rage like moments that didn't really seem to make sense. But all we heard, mm, I'm going through, it's menopause, it's menopause. And she would kind of just like exit and disappear. And what I, what I've heard from other girlfriends, both, you know, I'm, fuck, am I for, I think I'm 42. I'm 42. You're 43. You know, 40, our friends. 44 the, now, 44 officially. 44. Yeah. yeah. Um, and 
where depending on kind of your generation or your relationship with your your siblings, your mothers, there's a little bit of this like nobody wants to talk about it, nobody wants to hear about it. I even have heard people experience from their MDs being like, well, it's just, it's menopause. Like, what did you expect? And so I think to your point of like, you're, you're in tune with your body, you're educated about it, but we don't know what to expect. What is an actual, that hot flash feel like, right? Or what does it feel like to them be managing it if they're happening six or eight times a day? Um, how they're interrupting your relationships, your friend relationships, your work relationships. And we've taken so much time leading up to this to care about our professional life, our work life, family life. And now it's like that, that that pendulum kind of shifts and where the focus needs to be on us. But I don't know that we're given the, we're, I don't feel like the red carpet's being rolled out for me of like now take all the time in the self-care to make sure you can get through this in, in kind of a loving way. It, and I don't want to suffer in silence. So bringing it here, and I'd be really fascinated to see what feedback we get from listeners around their experiences and really their, their community and their circles of women that they talk to this about and what comes up for them. Yeah. And it's, it's, I agree that I don't have any answers for for anything. I feel like I'm I'm asking more questions than anything. And one of the things that I've I've been finding is really difficult to navigate this is that um so the insomnia. So I'm I'm probably five nights a week. I'm probably not sleeping. Last night I was up from about 2:30 to 5 in the morning and then I woke myself up at 6:30. Like this is pretty consistent four to five nights a week. So the insomnia, is this insomnia because I'm going through perimenopause or is it because the world is still so fucked up and I'm incredibly stressed out about all my small businesses because, you know, global shipping issues and labor shortages and supply chain issues. Like, so there's, there's that, right? Like we've never, I've never had, um, a November in the past decade where I still didn't have my skis and snowboards delivered ever, right? So why am I not sleeping? I don't know. What about every day just feeling, and not every day, 24 hours a day, but just feeling like just edgy and like shit's not right. I thought, you know, Mercury's been in retrograde and all the planet, every planet was in retrograde for, for months, right? And it just got like, Mercury just came out of retrograde at the end of October. And so is it, is it that? Is it once again the world is so fucked up, or is it perimenopause? Like, so there's these like, so it's it's trying to figure out how do you manage your emotional health and your physical health when there could be so many different reasons. And for me, I I don't go I don't go to the doctor. I mean, I I get um, a breast exam, like a, a mammogram. Uh, uh, every year. And I go to the gynecologist once a year, right? That's all that I do. So also trying to figure out, well, like, how do you navigate this without going toward pharmaceuticals? I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just feel, oh, also the other thing we didn't mention in the beginning, a hundred percent can't wear my pants anymore. So, you know, I had to buy new pants because there's no way in hell I'm going to die. So weight gain. And mm. again, why am I like, what is that about? Like that could be a million different things. So it's this super weird time in life trying to figure out what is causing all of this, but then knowing, well, you know, because of the hot flash, yeah, it's probably a lot Mm -hmm. of it is menopause. And I can't, I can't 
you can't fix these things. You just have to learn how to live with them in a better way. Well, I, so, you know, we're a podcast. I love podcasts. There's one that I, um, you know, I'm not like endorsing anything or like, you know, we're not endorsing, but one that I've found helpful to listen to talks a lot about the connection between stress and perimenopause and how mm. like stress, and I'm going to butcher this because I'm a doctor of education, not a doctor of, um, women's health, but what really landed on me and it kind of speaks to what you're saying is the, the stress receptors in interrupt our brain's ability. Oh, now I'm totally going to fuck it up. Okay. It has something to do with the adrenal glands. And if you're, you're super stressed and your adrenal glands kind of step in and it stops the production of certain hormones. Right. So to your point of like, we kind of have to figure out what's causing this and what we do, it's like, if we can reduce stress, so, so meditating, right. The sense of self care, then that can help. But we're not only dealing with the stresses of our own life, we're like dealing with the stresses of the world. And so that like landing yeah. on your shoulder where you're like, I mean, there are things that have kept me up at, in my role in education kept me up at night. And this is, you know, going back 15 years, you know, a suffering student, a, a really challenging conversation at work, you know, systemic inequities. And that will keep you up when your brain is just turning. What I'm finding like right now that fucking blows, right, is waking up and being like wide awake, but there's nothing up there churning. It's almost like a, a, mm. an alert brain fog in the middle of the night. And I'm like, this is not, this is so this to me, that's like my first real experience with this sense of insomnia to the point where I'm like, do I get up and read a book? Is this my new time to like practice asana? And I'm like, no, it's the fucking middle of the night. I want to go to bed. I want to be sleeping. Um, and so I do think there's there's challenge in like, to your point, figuring out where it all comes from, but then also not having to to just like grin and bear it and suffer. Like I want, I want some solutions. I don't want to necessarily be symptom free, but I'm definitely open to the conversations and learning and talking about it. I feel like there was so much celebration around like first getting my period as a young woman. The only time I ever felt um, really full of information around what all of that meant was when I was trying to go on natural birth control and understanding my cycle. Like I wasn't taught about that. I taught myself about it. Then there was tons of celebration around, um, you know, having Micah and being a mother and breastfeeding. And then after my like six week postpartum visit, it was like, bye. Now we take care of your annual pap smear and your breast exam again. And I'm like, hello, there's all this crazy stuff that my body's continuing to go through. And so one of the things you asked of, you know, where, where part of this conversation for me and wanting to bring it to the podcast came from was just seeing a really, really thoughtful, but simple article that put it in why we, we talk so much about, um, you know, a woman's, you know, body and, and her cycle beginning and her period. And I think a lot of this has to do with still looking at women as just childbearers and that's like our role. So bringing that, that cycle into your life, you're now able to, you know, procreate. Um, and then at the end of life, it's to your point of, we don't want to see women getting older. And no. that I think is fucking unacceptable. And nor do I think it has to just be like, no one wants to hear about it. It's just menopause, like get over it. Yeah. Yeah. No, one want, no one wants to hear about it. It's, it's, it's interesting. Um, after I had that, that hot flash, um, when I came back from this trip, it was right, right when we were getting ready to launch the crowdfunding campaign for Operate a Light. And mm. for any of our listeners who aren't familiar with Operate a Light, it's a CBD intimacy oil. It's a new brand, a new product that Coalition launched um, this summer. And 
And it is an intimacy oil that is designed to make sex better. Um, it helps you orgasm faster, um, more intensely. Um, it helps your body produce its own natural wet wetness. Like it just get it just gets everything going down there. Well, in my conversations with women about what Apre can do, um, I started hearing from a lot of other women who are my age and a little bit older about one of the symptoms of menopause is that you completely dry up. And I knew that, like I, I knew that definitely when you go through menopause, your, your um, sexual drive changes, um, you know, your ability um, to get wet, like sex can become really pain- painful. I knew that that was a thing, but all these women started to come out of the woodwork and talk to me about that and how Operate Light could specifically um, help them with that one part of, you know, struggling through menopause. I feel relieved that that is not a symptom I'm experiencing. Sex life is still good. Mm -hmm. Just in case anybody's wondering. Mm -hmm. Just in case everybody, everybody, anybody wondering. wondering? Also in case anybody wants to get on the list, like things are good. I might be super irritable and um, have increased my pant size two times and not sleeping, but I'm like a fucking a gaming it over here so hard. I can, I still, you know, the sex is still really good. I still get really wet. So you're welcome kid. But yeah, yeah. (laughs) I mean, that would just be so nice too. If we could kind of have the menu of the things. Um, Cause I actually don't feel I, I don't necessarily going back to our recent episode. If you listen to it about what kind of bitch we are, right. Sometimes some of that, like, you know, that hormonal, um, balance imbalance, however, you know, your body sort of regulates yourself. It's just like something we've been dealing with all, you know, since adolescence. Right. And so sometimes it can be really facilitative. Sometimes it can just be like, you know, I have that look where it's like, no, you kind of want to walk backwards out, out of the room in case, you know, you see what you see and just know that it's not time to tread lightly. And that's fair. But if we could kind of just have that list of the things that we could manage easier um, than others, because to me, the sleep thing is like very unacceptable. I'm not I'm not looking forward to any sense of a hot flush. I haven't had one yet. I'm feeling like I'm over preparing myself, like it's going to be like you know, climbing Shasta in, 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 in a half day as opposed to like a day, which already kicks my ass. Um, so I'm really... You know, thank you to all the women in my life who've literally scared the shit out of me to to experience that. You know, because I don't even, um, yeah, I, I just I just think it's such a just such a mind fuck. And I've helped, dealt with the brain fog because that's very real during pregnancy and um, during nursing because there's so much just being sucked mm. out of your brain to to care for the other human that you're keeping alive. And that is sometimes I just kind of embrace it because you're just like there's not much I can do. And what a concept, you know, for how. I would argue probably both of us, Jen, on a given day, how verbally, like verbally articulate we need to be. I'm not being super articulate right now, but just cognitively invested in the work to just have this literally like mini lobotomy happen. You're like, okay, I just got to roll with it. I'm just yeah, like I, I, I know I cannot tell you that thing. Like that happens. That happens yeah. almost every, I just every day. Bulletless. Yeah, I um. I mean, if I wish, I wish that I wish that your menopause symptoms could be kind of a la carte because I'll tell you, mm. I will take gaining weight and sleepless mm. nights 
over low sex drive and not getting wet. Like that, that's probably my biggest, cause I am, I'm starting to figure out how to deal better with not sleeping. Like I will get up and I'll do things and I just am like switching my schedule around a little bit and just also just getting more comfortable with being tired. But, um, like sex is a big part of my life. Like to, to that, that would be a big mental, I'd have to really work on overcoming that if, 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 um, yeah, my sex life was affected that, that is going to be very, that's going to be really, that's going to be a hard, I mean, a hard pill to swallow for me. Like I'm, I'm pretty worried about that. The rest of it, I'm like, whatever. I feel like I can probably handle it, but that, that's going to be hard. Oh, imagine this. Imagine the hot flash coming during sex. Oh, oh my God. The oh, scenarios yeah, could just yeah. be horrible. Well, let's think about this. Information's power. Um, you know, knowledge is power. And so if we're putting it out there right now that we are non-experts in this, we're more just like hashing this out. We're like girlfriends in our 40s being like, fuck, this is all on the horizon. It's, <laughs> it's, it's definitely been, I know there's dabbles on my end that I'm like, all right, Raymond, just get your shit together and just, you know, don't... How would I say? Don't ignore it, but what can you do? So I feel like Opry Delight, there's a gift right there. If we have listeners that are like low sex Mm -hmm. drive, sex hurts, it's I'm not getting Mm -hmm. wet the same. That's a piece. Um, Mm -hmm. I think you touch on meditation often. I don't meditate enough as 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 I uh, as often as I should. Thankfully, my asana practice is really strong, but it's like the reducing of the stress. So here we are, Mm -hmm. we're non-experts. But I think this is where we have the opportunity to give some gifts out there of how we're managing this. You're not alone talk about it. And I think the talking about it for me, that sense of community around just challenging what well, I don't even I think that's not that's not the right word. Not as common to talk about whether for us it was talking about vibrators, it's talking about um the patriarchy, talking about anything that would sometimes kind of have certain oh we don't talk about that. That's the hush hush. It's like we can't hush hush about it. We need the empathy and the compassion in the community that people understand um, what women are going through. And I think our partners deserve it too, because that for them, it helps them, um, stay clear of the fucking dumpster fire that we might be spewing. (laughs) Yeah. It it gets hectic over here. I just, I, I, I agree with you on all, all those points. And, and I feel like this conversation that we're having here is part of normalizing women Mm. getting older. Mm -hmm. We don't, we don't like we don't like it when women take up space. We don't like mm-hmm. it when women um, are outside of their lane. We don't mm-hmm. like it when women get older. Like this, there. That's a big. Um, that's a big part of this, and 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 beyond discussing menopause. Even when you think about the way that women's looks are discussed in you know in terms of um, well, and looking what happened, you know, after COVID like (laughs) plastic surgery went up, Botox, all those things, you know, looking at yourself in a zoom screen Mm -hmm. on the computer every day, how that like makes you, how that makes you feel. Um, But we, we do not talk about women getting older in positive ways. Um, I think maybe like oil of Olay has done some commercials around that. Um, You know, we've been kind of sold a few things Mm -hmm. with it, but um, we don't like it. We don't like, older women and we spend a lot of our time trying to look younger and um and I certainly you know I 
the thing I do, I, I dye my hair. I'm like 60% gray. If I have to look at gray hair, I'm like, I can't fucking stand this. Make it mm-hmm. go away. I, mm-hmm. And so um, like, I'm certainly, you know, not, not uh, um, brain fog. Where's the word? See, that's what happens all the time. I mean, I, my vocabulary used to be just outstanding. And now I cannot even remember the words that I want to use. Um, anywho, I'm not perfect. Well, These true, things impact when me. You're sitting there thinking, what's wrong? What, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? What's, what's wrong with me? With me? Like, Actually, there's nothing wrong with you. So again, normalizing it. The other piece, I feel like we're due to do the 40 and fabulous. And then maybe we can also oh, do like yeah. the 50 and fantastic and the 60 and sexy. Um, you know, I love, I love that idea because I want, I want each phase to be as awesome as it's been. And I've actually embraced and enjoyed getting older though. I don't, you know, I'm like plucking errant chin hairs here and there. Um, you know, the dying of the hair is very real. The mask has been very helpful for that. I was like driving the gals to preschool this morning and I like have like these new wrinkles. I'm not sure where they're coming from. Um, and I don't know, uh, they're new and they're weird. And then, um, and so I think in that respect, again, it's sort of normalizing that process that happens and not fucking giving a shit. No, well, and here's, here's the thing. For brain fog, and my vocabulary tonight uh, is really, really impressive. It's because we, it's because we record juicy bits after you and I have both worked like nine or 10 hour days and oh. you have parented a child all day. So we, oh, I a hundred percent, I give us a pass, but I, it, I do think it's important to say to any of our listeners who are much younger than us and who are probably mm-hmm. listening to this, like, holy fuck, I don't want that to happen to me. I don't want to turn out like this. <laughs> 40 is off. 40. My life has substantially gotten so much better since I turned 40. So, so it is, it, it's not like uh, you get older and it's all downhill. Obviously yeah. menopause is something that you and I are struggling with and we're not super pumped about it. And Perry we don't even really know Perry what's menopause. perimenopause, perimenopause, which can last for a decade. Um, we're not really pumped about going through that, but let me tell you, I would not trade in my current self for my 34 year old self. I would not. I am, I have so much clarity on my life. I have a strong understanding of my my purpose and what I was put on this earth to do. I feel good about who I am. I feel good about the people who are in my life. I am um, confident in a way that, and uh, confident in a in a way that's so content. I'm so content with things. I give zero fucks about things you should not give fucks about. Mm -hmm. And that is incredibly helpful navigating this world. So despite the challenges of brain fog, extra weight, hot flashes, gray hair, dry pussy, insomnia, um, turning 40 is fucking rad. I I echo all of that and I love... Um, well, I love you, my friend, but the other piece is what you were just doing in terms of that kind of 
don't be afraid audience is I also think we need like mentors and friends within this so we can like see the beauty on the other side. Like, don't worry, you're going to kind of get through this. Or here was a great, um, you know, I think of some of the women in my life that are uh, really educated, they're naturopaths and they do amazing things with like hormone and diet. And it's like, there are resources and avenues to navigate this. So we just don't have to do it alone. And then I think it comes down to not having it be the, the suffering in silence and the hush hush. And so, yes, for our younger, fabulous women, when we're half naked on the chairlift or in the skin tracks, we're having a hot flash and it's snowing and, you know, 32 degrees, just understand why, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Just give, have a little bit of empathy for us. Give us, you know, give us a bit of, of grace. We, we are your elders now. We're <laughs> done. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding about that. But um, but I but I do think like uh having if if you work if if you work with women who are older and um mm-hmm. you know there there is actually a movement that um symptoms of menopause should be uh, part of your paid time off or your your sick leave that like women specifically of that mm-hmm. age should be able to have additional sick leave because mm-hmm. of how menopause affects you. And so when we talk about all the different inequities um, in the, you know, we have the pink tax for, for women, we have the, the gender pay gap, um, you know, we, ha- we have, and we also have women actually need more sick leave mm-hmm. potentially than men do if all women are going through menopause. And while it'll affect all of us differently, it certainly does impede your ability to do your job well. And so to not have that worked in to the system that we need to fucking implode anyways um, mm-hmm. is certainly difficult. I'm like brain fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you're right. I got to get that in the contract. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, get so- that in the contract. Get some extra get some extra days because mm-hmm. it's coming and yeah. it's really hard to do your job well when you haven't slept all night long and it's really hard to do your job well when you just randomly forget things and mm-hmm. it's re- like it this is this is real. So have mm-hmm. have some have some empathy and and have some grace uh, with with women in your life who might be going through this because we a hundred percent cannot control this. And also because we're over 40, we're like, we don't fucking give a fuck. This is how it is. This is how it is. This is how we're rolling. So it just is what it is now. Um, So I'm just going to put out a little, just to kind of wrap us up here. I think that there needs to be a perimenopause menopause part two. And I'm going to, I can't wait to hear and read from our listeners, what their experience is, what's going on, or the the MDs, the doctors, the the fucking holy grails out there that have some of the answers for us. We want to have you on so you can give us those. Um, yeah, Jillian, on these certain days, lay off the wine and the chocolate and stick more oh, on the meditating yeah. and the asana. Right. So I want to get. I want. I want. I want you to reach out to us. We want to have you on because I think we could. I think we could really do something here, Dan, to help all of us. And then we'll you and I will work on the forty and fabulous, fifty fantastic, and sixty and sexy as well. What do you think about which that? all those? Oh yeah, hundred percent on all those things are going to happen. So yeah, stay tuned for perimenopause part two, <laughs> hottest topic 
like in the ski world. Yeah, this is this is what we talk about on the yeah, this is what we talk about on the chairlifts, motherfuckers. This is what we fucking talk about. This yeah, which this is, is why it. we don't need doing. you sitting with us. No, unless don't. you don't listen. Or you're welcome. Or sit with us and learn some things because this would be really helpful for you as well. Mm-hmm. All right, friends. Well, we will catch you in the next episode. As always, if you have any questions, comments, feedbacks, ideas for speakers, feel free to reach out to us. You can reach out. To, you can get in touch with us at hello at coalitionsnow.com or any of the Coalition Snow platforms like Instagram, website, and all the things. Uh, and we will catch you next time. I fell into a burning ring of fire. I went down, 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 and the flames went higher. And it burns, 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 the ring of fire, the ring of fire.